Statues of our Lord and our Lady are weeping blood and oozing oil all over the world. It may have something to do with the second seal in the book of Revelation. We'll explain that now as Professor Daniel O'Connor and I continue to break down our timeline on Countdown to the Kingdom. All right, welcome back. I'm Mark Mallett, and I'm joined by Professor Daniel O'Connor from Albany, New York. Welcome, Daniel, to the webcast. Thank you, Mark. Good to be here, as always. Well, my brother, you know, it's, um, you know, we were talking before the show how we both feel. Uh, We don't feel fear, but we do feel a sense of, you know, there's an unsettledness going on in the world, a restlessness. And I'm receiving letters from people all over the world who are saying there's an inexplicable silent uh, sadness that they have in their hearts right now coming from deep within and i think that's a reflection of what we're seeing in these miraculous weepings of statues and our lady weeping and and our lord in icons tears of blood think you know think about the the sign that that is tears of blood coming from so many statues of our lady especially mm-hmm. and we're at, we're at a time now where i think even for those maybe even for those who have followed prophecy for a while it may have seemed hypothetical for for some time a theoretical speculative but but suddenly we've reached a point where there's no evading that it's real people <laughs> keep getting this sense that there's no turning back that there's no looking back that things will never be the same again things that they took for granted even a year ago they no longer can take for granted and that's that's the spirit speaking to you yeah the world the world will never be the same again. We know this. I mean, the the way we reacted to COVID-19, the way that, that the, the church capitulated to the government, and, and I don't mean disrespect when I say that, but really, ultimately, we did. We gave mm-hmm. everything over to the government. We will never go back again. And we can see right now as Supreme Courts and, and things are changing laws that this era is now coming to a close. And the way it's coming to a close, folks, is through a great storm that we have been talking about. And we want to continue to talk about that by looking at our timeline, which you can see here on countdowntothekingdom.com. And there's our graphic of this great storm uh, that is spreading now throughout the entire world. And we are just in the first winds of it. In our last webcast, we spoke about how we're in the time of the first seal, this time of mercy. But now on this show, we want to continue by looking now at the second seal. And um, so, Daniel, let's go to, let's just go straight to this now. Let's go back to our website. And I just want to explain to people who haven't been there, if you click on the timeline, uh, you can see where my mouse is. If you click on that, it will take you to this graphic that you're looking at. And below it, you will see all these different tabs. Here's the third seal, the fourth, and so on. But we're going to continue now our webcast on the second seal. And Daniel, I know you have it queued up there to read to us what the Lamb... Jesus is saying to St. John in this book, and then we will continue to explain what this seal means. So here we are in Revelation chapter 6, verses 3 and 4. When he broke open the second seal, I heard the second living creature cry out, Come forward. Another horse came out, a red one. Its rider was given power to take peace away from the earth. 
so that people would slaughter one another. And he was given a huge sword. A huge sword. Well, I, you know, it's not rocket science, Daniel, to figure out what that huge sword probably is. And, uh, you know, and it's peace taken away from the entire earth. Um, the earth, yes, right. It would seem to you me. Know, that's, how else can we interpret it other than a worldwide event? Because, right. you know, for some time, so, some scholars have looked at this and they've said, well, no, that just refers to things that happened in the beginning of Christianity with, with the Roman Empire and whatnot and, and, and wars back then. But, and sure, in part, it may have referred to that. But the clear fulfillment of this is what we're coming upon now with something worldwide, a worldwide war. And, and I, you know, you make a great point. You know, there's some who want to just relegate this book of Revelation that we're reading from, you know, to it's already been fulfilled in the first century of the church. But clearly the early church fathers understood it had a future. It had a future fulfillment. And I tell you, as we look at the headlines today, um, we are seeing this was, you know, as we were preparing the show, this headline popped up trending on on uh, world war three trending on twitter right now and that has to do with clashes right now that are happening over in china that are happening in india but you know we're not just focused on on just china i think it's a major player and we're going to explain why but there's all kinds of tensions right now bursting at all all over the world right now right it's, and look at that headline from t that's today from today i believe on the washington post the drums of war in asia grow louder now, if, if we were just speculating here about one particular conflict, perhaps being at risk of exploding into a world war, that would be one thing, um, and that would be serious. But that's not at all what we're doing here. We have so many, I can't count the number of individual conflicts that each have a very real potential of exploding into a world war, and considering how tangled up we are in, in our you know, international relations where one thing can so easily, easily spark another. We've got not just China and India, and I shouldn't say just China and India. Consider the billions of people that that encompasses. It's probably something like a third of the world right there. But we've also got Russia and Iran and Turkey and Syria and Korea. And you take each of these individual uh, conflicts, each of which could explode into a world war, and you've got a pretty... Uh, serious situation on your hands. Just looking at us from a secular perspective of the signs of the times. That that's right, Daniel. And we, one of the things we want to point out um, that that's been pointed out by the Pope himself is that the the World War, this Third World War that you've just seen in the headlines we've shown you, he actually said that this is already being fought right now in a piecemeal fashion around the world, and. This is being confirmed by various seers throughout the world as well. I mean, if we go to our website and we, we just, you know, find some of those revelations, uh, for instance, you can take a look at this revelation here from, from uh, this is Luz de Maria, who is on our website. And she says, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. No, here's the one, Gisela Cardia. She says, behold, war has already started. And this is confirming what Pope Francis has been saying, is that, you know, this Third World <clears throat> War, this seal is already, I mean, it hasn't broken out in a sense into the kind of world war that we saw in, you know, the, the previous century. Because when this breaks out, when this seal reaches its fulfillment, Daniel, uh, the weapons we have today are unbelievable. Uh, right. 
the mass destruction that will come by, uh, you know, a full out through world war is what we're saying. Yeah, and and the weapons, you know, that we only saw a brief glimpse of that at the end of the last world war. Luz de Maria, I think maybe the quote you have in mind, I happen to have it here in my notes from May 18th, 2020. It's a, I won't read the whole message, but she was just told by St. Michael the Archangel that there a battle between good and evil will become a war between powers and will detonate in the use of weapons of war and then in the deplorable use of weapons of mass destruction. Right. This is clearly a nuclear war being prophesied here. And goodness, there are so many prophecies that, and we won't get time to cover all of them. That's, I hope you'll browse the website. There's a few more that we'll share in this webcast. But that just brings up an important point as well before we get into them, that we're not saying that this is a perfectly linear process from one seal, end of that seal, next seal, beginning, end of that seal. This is, we're going to see the rumblings of seals before the fulfillment of them. We see the rumblings of all of the seals, in fact, right now, as we'll talk about in future webcasts. So, uh, you know, the, the point here is not to try to set up a clear timetable. The point here is to get an idea of what's coming so that we can be spiritually prepared. And that's an excellent point. We want to, we, we want to, you know, stress that again, as you look at the graphic here on, on your screen, um, all these seals, we can see them unfolding already. Uh, you know, we're going to get into the details of what these mean, but, you know, persecution in the Middle East, and that's the fifth seal. We're seeing Christians persecuted all over the world. Uh, social collapse is indicated in the fourth seal. Economic collapse in the third seal. We're going to talk about this. So, what we're saying is these things are already kind of unfolding right now. But what we're talking about now is a definitive unfolding, a definitive definitive fulfillment, basically, of these these various seals that we're talking about. Right. right. Yeah. So why don't we just hop right in right now to, um, I mean, one of the hot spots, Daniel, that I want to point out is in um, North Korea right now. North Korea and the South Korea, there are such tensions happening right there. Uh, it's breaking down really fast. And the reason that we're paying attention to this is because there is a seer on our website. Her name is Jennifer. And Jennifer is an American mother. She began to audibly hear Jesus speak to her uh, as she was receiving the Holy Eucharist many years ago. And she's kind of it's kind of funny because she, she was maybe, uh, I might say, your typical young Catholic teenager or young person who didn't know her Bible. She thought the Beatitudes was a rock band. You know, she thought Sodom and Gomorrah were two people. She didn't know her Bible at all or her faith very well. And suddenly Jesus starts talking to her. Um, she started writing these things down. And eventually she presented those writings to Pope John Paul the, you know, II through his secretary. And then a short time later, the Polish Secretariat at the Vatican got back to her and said, get these messages out to, messages out to the world any wow. way you can. I mean, wow. it's a phenomenal story. But we're going to go now to a message from Jennifer. And uh, we're keeping an eye on this one because it, it really seems to us, when we talk about the winds of war, that this particular message from from Jennifer uh is, is coming true. I mean, just every aspect of it is coming true. And so I'll just read it for a moment where Jennifer says, Jesus rather says to Jennifer, I weep today, my children, but it is those who are fought, failing to heed to my warnings that will weep tomorrow. 
The winds of spring will turn into the rising dust of summer, as the world will begin to look more like a desert. Before mankind is able to change the calendar of this time, you will have witnessed the financial collapse. It is only those who heed my warnings that will be prepared. The North will attack the South as the two Koreas become at war with each other. Jerusalem will shake, America will fall, and Russia will unite with China to become dictators of the new world. I plead in warnings of love and mercy, for I am Jesus and the hand of justice is soon to prevail. You know, one thing I want to comment on this right away, Daniel. For one thing, and it's just a coincidence, but you've noticed, I've noticed, even Jennifer's noticed, it's been so windy this spring. But we, you know, we don't want to take that too literally, but it's amazing how windy it's been. But when she talks about the summer, the world beginning to look like a desert, you know, when we talk about what happened with COVID-19, I remember seeing photos of New York and in major metropolises that were empty. The streets were empty. And, you know, they're talking about a second wave of COVID-19 coming and it will happen again where they're going to they're going to confine us they're going to isolate us again and the interesting thing about this is she says you know before the calendar of this time turns over you will witness the financial collapse well you and I are going to talk about this in the next webcast about how right now the economy is teetering like a drunken sailor and we are so close to a collapse because we haven't even, you know, we haven't even calculated what's going on with COVID-19. It's still rolling in the the economic impact. But today we're talking about what's going on in the war world in terms of fomenting a world war. And once again, I mean, when you look at what's happening with China, when you look at what's happening with North Korea, when you look what's happening with Russia and the, the rhetoric right now between um, America and so on, it looks like we are very close to this exploding possibly into a third world war, a full-blown one at least. Yeah, and just the the uh, the tensions that this coronavirus crisis has has heated up alone, that, that, that has just brought many relations to the boiling point here. It even seems, you know, I'm not sure if you have it queued up there, but it even seems like it might be the case that in a sense we're already in this war we talked about these unfoldings already and the rumblings already happening but right. in some ways you might be able to look at some of the coronavirus deaths much most all of them some have pondered if that itself is a kind of act of war oh yeah if this was intentional if this was created as a weapon and if it was and if it was created as a weapon and we're, we're you know we're not saying we don't have the answers to these questions but they're worth asking right now if this was created as a weapon and then intentionally seeded throughout the world we've already seen the opening attack of the third world war Th that's right and we you know this is an important point that you're making I'm, I'm just seeing if i can find that headline where it's where it's disappeared on me but uh we were saying we've got a we've got a growing list of um, scientists who are coming out and saying that this COVID-19 had to be made in a laboratory. And so anyway, what we're, what we're saying is that if that's the case, hundreds of thousands of people have already been killed uh, right. by this weapon of war. And history may well see these deaths as the first casualties of World War III. And if you don't have it there, that's okay. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there we are. 
Yeah, Stephen Mosier, a highly, you know, he's a very respectable figure here, is uh, has a very strong argument that it sure seems like China deliberately seeded this infection all around the world, knowing exactly what they were doing. And why would they do that? I mean, here, we don't want to get into politics much in this show. This is about spiritually preparing you. But, I mean, if, if what Jennifer's word has said uh, is true, and this is from the Lord, then what we're seeing is possibly a country like China basically knowing that they're going to destabilize the world by what's going on. But, you know, yeah. there's so much, Daniel, happening behind the scenes. As I said in my first webcast, you know, the introduction to this timeline, we, you've got the secret societies. We covered that again in our last webcast in the first seal. How much of this is being orchestrated, we don't know. And, you know, all we know is that a lot of it is right now. Right. To destabilize yeah. the world, to basically overturn this present order, collapse the economy, and create a whole new world order based on a new communism that will spread and is already spreading throughout the world. And what it a better already way spreading. What yeah. a better way to do that than a than a major war. war. That's right. That's gonna be the fastest way to do it. And that is why they are really at work setting it setting it in motion here. Now, the, um, you know, and as Mark said, this, we do not intend to make this be a political talk show, but we do want to just bring up at least enough relevant signs of the times that are in the news so that you can see that what heaven is saying is right and to be taken seriously in accordance with what we've already seen before our eyes. To really quickly touch on a few more things uh, regarding what heaven has said about this, I know that there's some Catholics out there who won't even consider that World War III might possibly happen because of something from Medjugorje on July 12th, 1982. And I am a believer in Medjugorje, by the way. I, I, I believe it's an authentic, I'll submit to the church's decision, of course, but I believe it's an authentic revelation. So I want to uh, just explain this really quickly. On July 12th, 1982, it's written that Our Lady said the Third World War will not take place. Now, at first glance, it might seem that that's indicating there will never be a third world war, but I don't think it does mean that. Look at the context of that message. It was given in 1982, the Cold War. Everybody was wondering if that particular conflict already happening at that time would be the third world war. And I think Our Lady was just there saying, no, this will not be the third world war. Um, she didn't say a third world war will not take place ever. She didn't say there will never be a third world war. She seems to be speaking about a specific instance by the use of the definite article V instead of A. And, and she's got other a, messages. It, that oh, yeah. And that's, and that's even a more important point. I, you know, I shouldn't <laughs> speculate too much about that message when we have Our Lady saying at Medjugorje, and this is from November 25th, 2019, less than a year ago, she said, the world is at war. I'm not reading the whole message, obviously, but that's right there in the message. You can look it up. She already sees, and there's a number of other messages very recently also, where Our Lady at Medjugorje has referred to war. So we really shouldn't even consider writing off the Third World War as a possibility because of Medjugorje. That, that wouldn't work. And you weigh this against, not, we're not weighing it against, we're weighing it along with what heaven is saying with, to all these other seers, and the picture becomes very clear. I have a few quotes here that I hope that um, we can find some time before this webcast ends to share. But before I dive into sharing more quotes, I want to see if Mark had anything he wanted to get to first. Well, you know, th there's one quote that I'm, I'm just seeing right now, and this is from Luz de Maria. This I was 
I was going to get to this quote, and she says in this message, uh, it looks like it was in 2019, that the war sustained by the powers will cause the economy to fall. And how many of my children will lose their reason over it? So she's here she's telling us, you know, people are going to come apart. And this is why we're doing this webcast, so that you, you know what's coming. You don't fall apart. But it's interesting what this message says, because... You can see the third seal is economic collapse. So she's indicating here that the war is basically going to cause uh, this economic collapse in the world. And that that doesn't take uh, a scientist to figure out how that's going to happen because a war of that, you know, a major war would damage the infrastructure, it would damage the uh, food supply chain, it would cause all kinds of harm. So again, brothers and sisters, you know, we can't dismiss this when we look again at those statues weeping all over the world. We've been warned for decades and decades. And Daniel, I, I think you've got another message there that you can you can yeah. share with our readers. Uh, again, heaven's warning yeah. us. And this, you know, I, and we've got other ones from Luz de Maria, but it's not just her. We've got Pedro Regis saying that this is coming. We've got Gisela Cardia. Um, Luz de Maria, she said here, this is January 19th, 2011. So this is several years ago, but it's particularly powerful because this is from her set of volumes. It has the imprimatur. Big deal. And she says, pray for Venezuela. This nation will suffer enormously. Hmm, what's happened since then? Anyway, back to the message here. Yeah. Pray because communism, like a giant, was asleep, but the giant has awakened and mm. rises with power with power is it's repeated there and then the message continues beloved remember the urgency of prayer before this instant in which the third world war rises against mankind couldn't be clearer than that no couldn't be clear that's that's a consensus you know from heaven yeah. right now that there's a war coming uh, gisella cardia this was on our website june 13th this message was given uh to gisella cardia in italy and Our Lady saying to her, winds of war will blow. Wow. I mean, what hasn't heaven done done As, to yeah. avert this? What what hasn't heaven done? And this reminds me, Daniel, we can't let her we can't forget this, that in at Fatima, Our Lady warned. She said that Russia would spread her errors throughout the world unless we consecrated Russia to her, unless we repented the reparations of the first Saturdays. She said that if communism spread, that nations would be annihilated. That was over 100 years ago that we were warned. Right. Yeah. And we haven't yet seen this complete fulfillment of the annihilation of nations yet. But we will, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, and, and, and in case you're wondering, the nature, I think we all know what the Third World War will be fought with. You know, there's a quote from Einstein. He said, I don't know what weapons World War III will be fought with, but I know World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Um, the point being, World War III is going to be a bit brutal. But uh, Luz de Maria was also told, and this is recent, this is from May 18th, 2020. And now I'm forgetting if I quoted it already, but if I did, here it is again. She says, she was told here by St. Michael the Archangel, that the war between the powers will detonate with the use of the weapons of war and the deplorable use of weapons of mass destruction. Mm. Well, nuclear weapons. Yeah, nuclear weapons. And uh, that evokes a comment from our Holy Father uh, Meritus, Pope Benedict, who said, the angel with the flaming sword on the left of the Mother of God, this is the vision at Fatima of the children, 
that this angel recalls similar images in the book of Revelation that we're now reading. This represents the threat of judgment which looms over the world. And today, the prospect that the world might be reduced to ashes by a sea of fire no longer seems pure fantasy. Man himself, with his inventions, has forged the flaming sword. You know, when he became Pope, too, and I'm just wondering, I know I've got this quote here, um, and it's worth bringing up right now. This is the nice thing about about us being able to do uh, with the internet here. Is, um, is. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> is that the Pope said uh, when he became Pope, uh, he gave a real, uh, he gave a strong warning to the West, and I just want to recall it because he said that the threat of judgment also concerns us, the Church in Europe, Europe and the West in general. Light can also be taken away from us, and we do well to let this warning ring out with its full seriousness in our hearts. And what we're hearing right there, brothers and sisters, is, you know, one of the things said about Our Lady is she's a mirror of the church, that what can be said about Mary can be said about the church. And it's so incredible when we look at private revelation and how Our Lady is echoing in her own way and in her own words through seers exactly what the magisterium has been saying. And that war never solves anything. And they have warned over and over again that we are on the precipice. And there you have a Pope saying that in 2005, that the the judgment is coming to the West. And when the West collapses, as as Jennifer said in that message, there will be new dictators that will rise. And she says it will be China and Russia. Um, This could be very brief. But that's kind of what she's indicating is we're being set up for. And you can see China right right now, the power of China, its military, it's been building, its economic force. And look at how with COVID-19, suddenly we realized that, you know, most of what we're buying in the stores comes from China. Our medicine comes from China. So there's a lot of power that's been built up there. And that's so that's not an unreasonable prophecy from Jennifer. Oh, goodness. It's practically a guarantee. I mean... We do so much juggling of money thinking that it means something that we forget that value derives from what? People. Mm-hmm. People don't, we don't have kids anymore in the West. You know, the birth rate is pathetic and it has been for a long time now. So the actual source of value, uh, human beings, you know, the, the East dwarfs us now. Just look at the populations in, in China and in India, especially. We are not, we might think we're ready because our GDP is higher in the West. But we're going to see how little that means soon. And we'll talk more about that in the next webcast. Right. But, you know, and can, can I share a couple of quotes from Pedro Regis real sure. quick? Yeah, Pedro you know, Regis. Because just, and there's so many others. We, we won't get to them all in this webcast. But just to, Pedro Regis is a serious series, very yeah. reliable. He seems very authentic. He seems, he uh, he's enjoys the support of his bishop to some degree, at least. Mm-hmm. In 2005, on, you could read him on yeah, Countdown he's, to he's the on, Kingdom. He's on Countdown to the Kingdom, and uh, in 2005, he was told the times of great tribulation are coming. The war will come. The evil action of men will cause death and destruction in various nations. A wicked man will command a great invasion. Fury and desire for death will be in the hearts of men. The city of seven hills will be destroyed. A mysterious disease will arise. Hmm. That's 2005. 2010, he's told, humanity will live moments of pain with a great war in the Orient. Fire will cross the heavens and people will be burned. 
September 14th, 2019. So this is just last year. The Great War will come. And the pain will be great for my poor children. October 14th, one month later, 2019. The Great War will spread everywhere. And, you know, I'm just thinking as we're reading, you know, I know that people are watching this right now with, with their children. And, you know, people often have written me, Daniel, and they say, well, you know, Mark, how do I explain this all to my children? Well, you know what? I'm thinking of 1942. <laughs> You know, when in, in in those previous years, when they heard that the bombers were crossing over, I can't remember what year that was, but from Germany to London, you know, you could sit at your dinner table and you could pretend it's not coming. You could pretend with your children, honey, everything's fine, children, everything's good, go out and play. And that's one way to look at it. The other one is to say, children, this is what's happening. This is what's coming. This is... But... If we walk with Jesus, if we enter into the ark of Our Lady, we know no matter what happens, God's going to look after us. And as we said in a previous webcast, it doesn't mean that we're not going to suffer. Some of us are going to be martyred. Some of us are going to be called home. But if you're walking in grace, that means you're going to have the grace for whatever comes. And God will give you the grace when it comes. So we want to just stress this point. Yes, and that's, you know, we'll probably have to bring this up a few more times yeah. because we talk about things that are objectively fearful, but that does not change the fact that there is nothing to fear if you love our Lord Jesus Christ. So please, if you ever find fear arising in your hearts, pause, pray, and maybe go back and take a look at our Fear Not webcast. And yes, please do. And one of the points we made in that is God will give us the grace when we need it. So right now, thinking about these things, we're saying these things now just to prepare you. So it's in the back of your mind. But if you start dwelling on it and thinking, how am I going to get through this? You don't have the grace for it right now. Right, right now, you'll get the grace when you need it, and and we, you know, that's the promise of Our Lady. Go back to my webcast explaining the great storm. Go back to the end of that. Just go back and hear what Our Lady and Our Lord promise about being the Ark, and she's she even can mark the foreheads of those it says who who she's going to protect. Well, she marks the ones who give who give themselves to her, who, who let them let her rather mother them. So, yeah, maybe get that's marked. a. A good point to end this webcast is just yeah. To she people. will mar and you know because we say that you might have to be a martyr, you might get you might get to go home, and you might very well. But if you're really a devoted child of Our Lady, and if you love Our Lord, and if you trust in the divine mercy, and if you're striving to lo live in the divine will, I'm not saying if you're perfect yet, but if you're striving, you probably will be marked. You probably won't be touched by what's coming. I'll just say that right now. You probably won't be. Why? Because this is not. This is not about the chastisements. Jesus tells the servant of God, Luisa Picaretta, I can tolerate the times to come only because I see the glory to come thereafter. This is about the era. Look at that, the right side of your screen there, the, the rising sun there over the earth. This is about the era to come with the purified earth after the chastisements. And guess what Jesus is going to need in that era? He's going to need people who love him and who are ready to repopulate the earth as he willed it. So become a true child of Our Lady, dedicate yourself to her, consecrate yourself to her, and remember that you will, you will be completely fine. Not a hair on your head will fall to the ground. Amen. And just remember, folks, so what is our ultimate goal? Our ultimate goal is heaven. 
And that's where we're going. And you know, if you get to the air of peace, if you're one of the souls that God brings there, well, then hallelujah, then you're one of them. But you know what? Our ultimate goal is heaven. So just keep your eyes on heaven. Exactly. You know, so I don't know if I'm going to live beyond tonight. Yeah, Daniel doesn't know. You don't know. So this is why we keep our, our focus and our fix on heaven. Too much worrying about, you know, war and nuclear radiation burns and so on. You know what? You might get cancer tomorrow and get burned radiation burns from your treatments you know so let's just put it all back in perspective right now exactly and we need to because the coming seals that daniel and i are going to speak about now in future webcasts again these are tough times we've been warned for centuries humanity hasn't repented we have remained on this course and we are becoming more and more stubborn and it's going to take the storm that you see on your screen right now to bring about repentance in many people and to purify ultimately purify this world so that christ kingdom may reign on earth as it is in heaven the last word to you, i will Daniel. be done as it on earth as it is in heaven and that's you got to remember what we talked about in our last webcast also that the the rider and the white horses are lord jesus christ he's in charge and he's he knows exactly what he's doing so the um you know what let's leave it as thy will be done on earth that is in heaven. thy kingdom come because that's that's where we should stop. Let's let's have that be the last thought in our viewers' minds. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, Lord. Thy, Thy kingdom come. I'm Mark Ballot with Professor Daniel O'Connor. We'll see you when we talk about the third seal in our next webcast. God bless you. God bless you.